Welcome to Indian Prairie Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Pease. In today's episode, we will discuss the implementation of the updated middle school social studies curriculum. Joining us today, we've invited two of the leaders from the team that worked on this curriculum to provide us with some insight. Welcome, Tara and Jessica. Will you please introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Tara Fowler. I am the director of Middle School Core Curriculum. Hi, I'm Jessica Walsh, and I'm an instructional specialist at the district office. Well, let's start the conversation by having you describe the Middle School Social Studies curriculum for us. Yeah, so um, with the adoption of the new Illinois Social Science Standards, it was just a really great opportunity for us to really rethink our approach and the way that we do social studies. Um, So for three years now, we've had a curriculum team representative of members from all seven of our middle schools, as well as our high school social studies department chairs, um, really working together to take a a different approach. I'll let Jessica kind of talk about a little bit of the research that we've done, but really we've taken um, the classes are staying the same. So in sixth grade, we have world history, seventh grade geography, eighth grade is U.S. history. Um, But the approach that we're taking is really an inquiry-based approach, which is grounded in the standards. And uh, our units are really launched by a compelling question that we're asking students to explore through some of the sources that we've offered up. And then we break that compelling question down through some supporting questions um, so that students not only get that historical perspective, which we've offered before, but one of our commitments in writing our curriculum is that we are, first of all, examining what voices don't we typically hear in traditionally in a history classroom and how are those voices present in our curriculum. Um, But then we've also really try to take a look at um, how can we not only provide that historical perspective, but then how does that tie into what's going in our world today, that that has an intentional presence throughout our curriculum. And with inquiry, it really allows students to slow down and look a little more deeply at topics. So with social studies, your topic is the whole world. So we wanted to support curriculum writers with a way to put a lens on what we're focusing on in the classroom. So we did a lot of research to find out what is best practice as far as how do you kind of filter what the content is going to be. So we read a lot of articles, we went online, and it came down to some kind of mutually agreed upon key issues in the world. And through those lenses, teachers were able to decide, you know, what will our compelling questions be? So key issues like, human rights, globalization, sustainability, economic development. And so we'll see those key threads throughout 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, but the lens is going to be the course, so U.S. history, uh, world geography, and ancient civilizations. So can you describe one of the compelling questions so that we can have an understanding of what that might look like? Sure. So in one of our seventh grade geography units, they are exploring the compelling question that launches the whole unit is, are boundaries necessary? So throughout the unit, of course, they're identifying what is a boundary. So we have not only physical boundaries, but there are social boundaries, not only boundaries between between countries, but one of the ways that we're launching the unit is really, even within our own school district, we have boundaries. Um, So really exploring what does that look like and are, are they necessary? And how does that apply to the inquiry uh, approach that you talked about, Jessica? 
Yeah, compelling questions are a little different from essential questions, um, what we typically think about those guiding questions in units, because there's no just yes or no answer. Um, they really should leave learners with um, a sense of maybe being a little unsettled because they don't have just one answer. We want these to be questions that they continue to grapple with as they grow older. Um, and even as adults, we don't we can't settle on just one answer to the question. So when we're really when we're crafting compelling questions, we really want to look at is this a question that is complex but is also relevant to students' lives today? So can you expound on that and tell us why this approach and why this new uh, social studies curriculum will be good for our students? I mean, I think kind of what Jessica said in that, you know, not only are we giving them that historical lens, which is really important and and really um, helps us understand where we are in our world today, but just giving kids, I think a great compelling question is something that prompts kids to continue to ask questions and to want to know more, like Jessica said. So I think what's really important is that kids can examine that historical lens, but then really look at, you know, middle school kids, especially, you know, well, what, so what, what does that mean for my world today? And even more importantly, uh, some important components of our unit. Um, are every single one of our units, we have an opportunity for an extension so kids can go deeper with the learning that they've had throughout the unit. But we're really excited about the take informed action um, because that's really what Illinois is trying to accomplish with the new learning standards is that we're teaching our kids to be civic minded, to really care about what's going on in the world and to know that you do have a voice and you can make a difference. And so we have those opportunities based on not only the questions that we've posed, but the questions that kids have posed, um, maybe some of the podcasts they've listened to, the articles they've read, um, the maps that they've looked at, different things like that. Then what's an issue that we've presented that you really care about and how can you take action to make a difference or to even make bring this issue to light to other people. Um, so I think that that's really at the heart of it is kids caring about what goes, goes on in the world and taking action is what we want kids to do. Yeah, it's personalized learning at its best because students are able to not only learn about the world, but their place in it and in relation to it and that they can take action now. They don't have to wait until they're adults. Um, that today they can decide, what can I do? I have a voice now. I have a stage because of the new opportunity, learning opportunities. What can I do today? And I think just one other thing, one of the things that we've been really committed to as, as a social studies team is that we're offering up multiple perspectives. Even if it's a perspective that we don't know a lot about or maybe that we don't personally agree with, it's hard for kids to develop an, an, an argument if they haven't presented with multiple perspectives. So I think that's another thing that we're really proud of. Um, like, for for example, um, in one of our eighth grade units, we're really exploring this concept of capitalism in America. Um, but we want kids to look at, you know, what are the good things that capitalism has done? But on the flip side, what are maybe some of the drawbacks of capitalism? Because we can't talk about whether capitalism is good or not good if we don't know all of the different perspectives. And even as adults, but especially as kids, they might not have ever been exposed to these perspectives before. And we feel like as educators, that's what, that's our job is to offer up these perspectives and then put it in the hands of kids. Given what you know, what would your argument be? And hopefully that'll continue to change as they hear more voices and perspectives. So where are we now with this implementation? I know the group's been working very hard for the last three years. So where are we now? 
So where we are now, um, our team, each of our grade levels have developed units. We're, we're solid on our units for the first half of the 1920 school year. We have a few finishing touches and some things to finish up this fall. Um, so they will continue writing um, and curating those resources to support our compelling and supporting questions. Um, but where we are now is we're ready for our middle school social studies teachers to kind of to jump in and, uh, and, and do the work and implement the units. So that will be really our focus is supporting our teachers in implementing the new social studies curriculum. And then as we put some of those finishing touches on, we'll be rolling that out to teachers definitely long before winter break. So what's the forecast for middle school social studies? Teachers are excited. They've actually already started implementing some of the units in their classrooms. So we are getting feedback as we're writing. Um, so we're currently making changes. We're, we're revising. We want to keep it fresh. And what's best, what, what I love about the blueprints that we've created is that it ensures that the curriculum stays fresh and relevant. So what professional learning have you provided for teachers? Because I know there are a lot of teachers that teach social studies throughout the district um, and may not have had the time or been able to be on this committee. So what kind of professional learning are we providing for them? So we have done a lot of digging into the some of the writers of the C3 framework, which is really what the what inspired the Illinois Learning Standards, um, have written two phenomenal books that really dig into what we were talking about, those civic practices, um, what, is it, what does inquiry look like in the classroom? And so with our curriculum team, we have done some book studies in partnership with our high school department chairs, some modeling of inquiry. Um, our March Institute Day, March of 2019, we had a, a thought leader in the world of inquiry come, Trevor McKenzie, um, and he provided some professional development around inquiry and what that could look like and the possibilities to all of our middle school teachers. Um, so we've done that. Jessica and I and some members of the curriculum team have worked with teams through uh, PLC time, um, just offering really what we want is our professional development um, to be responsive to the needs of our teachers and students. Um, so as we're working through the curriculum, what do we need and how can we support teachers in, in being successful? Um, I know, Jessica, you've done some national ge or some uh, Google Earth type training um, because that has a strong presence, particularly in our world history and our geography curriculum. Yeah, we're we're moving away from a textbook-based approach just because we want our sources to be unbiased and fresh and relevant. So using the world as our curriculum, really. Uh, and so tools like Google Earth and some of the other frameworks that are out there are appropriate for exactly what we're doing, right? So keeping the template um, pretty fresh and clean. Well, we want to thank both of you for being here today and especially thank the group that's been working with you and also all the middle school teachers for taking this on. This is a new um, endeavor for us uh, with the inquiry approach and we uh, want to support them. Do either of you have any final thoughts for today? We're just we're, we're ready to, to hit the ground running. Yes, we're excited. We're so excited about this curriculum and I think that the teachers are going to love it but more importantly I think that, that the students are really going to connect to this. And honestly, they're probably going to take it places that we never could have even imagined that it would go. So we're excited about that. It's a wonderful thing. 
We'd like to also give special thanks to Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. If you have any questions or want more information about middle school social studies curriculum, please email at support at ipsd.org and someone from the team will connect with you and answer your questions and talk with you about uh, what's happening. Thank you for your time today. We hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.